But yeah, <laughs> they uh, they won a championship in '83, which. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Uh, but anyway, Patrick just tried to open a beer. It went really poorly. <laughs> it didn't just spill all over me and my floor. <laughs> Spilled all over my soul. (laughs) Hey everybody, this is All Sports Are Bad. I'm Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. This is our first fucking episode of 2019 we know you missed us and now we're here again so what what was your holiday like what was your break that was good i went home and saw my parents um and uh then uh then we both had a cold and that pretty much wraps it up yeah Yeah. yep i did christmas in seattle for the first time yeah you did uh you had a whole thing i wish like i had an invitation but i couldn't go and party i missed it yeah then i got sick And then we skipped a week. Yeah, we, we meant to be back next week, and then both of us were getting over a cold, and it, if, we figured no one yeah. wanted to listen to us blow our nose for an hour, yeah. so... I did yeah. I did watch the NFL playoffs. Yeah? How did that go? Because uh, you first been... time watching football in a, you know, for a full weekend. Yeah, because you did a whole regular season boycott of the yeah. NFL, and then you watched the playoffs. Yeah. I, actually, I was supposed to just do the whole season, yeah. but it was like, I need to come back for content purposes. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just ended... We, you, you, you <laughs> need to podcast about this garbage <laughs> you nonsense. Found, so. You found yourself in a lose-lose yeah. situation. No one's going to take me seriously if I don't fucking watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the funny thing about that is, I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> cool, I'm the, I'm the football expert now. Yeah, yeah. Turns I, out... Uh, I was at work. Turns I don't know. I know like, there was no TV uh, yeah. at work. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but I do know what happened because right. I know how to use the internet. Yeah, the internet exists, mm-hmm. turns out. So. so last weekend, the Eagles beat the Bears. Which was... That was my favorite thing. I mean, not because I want Cody Parkey to, to endure that kind of punishment in life. <laughs> I just don't like the Bears and it's funny that they lost. Um, but you just get to see like the stupidity of like NFL fans when they're mad about something yeah. irrational and it's like, they're very irrationally mad there was at a this whole, kicker. Yeah. No, like, there was a whole like thing going on online about what happened with the kick. Cause it hit the upright and then the crossbar and then came yeah, out. The double there, doink. Yeah. And then there was, a, there's a, like a whole like field goal truther thing about whether or not it was blocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of dimensions to this it's, bullshit story. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, like the Eagles and Bears seems like a t- like a situation where neither team is really worth rooting for all that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eagles fans really love the Eagles. Yeah, but like they're I've also like as I understand, Eagles fans are pretty much satiated with the fact that they won the Super Bowl last year, and now they could really like. Yeah, now they they're, they're not like they're, they're playing they're, with house money now. Yeah, they, they, they don't care, care yeah. that much. I think I mean they care, but I, yeah, it's not that big a deal, and then. Basically, I just like seeing this Nick Foles thing happen too. Yeah, so Nick Foles is possibly like, still in the running to win back-to-back Super Bowls. I love that. Yeah, um, that's uh... so the other. So let's name some other quarterbacks real fast that have won back-to-back Super Bowls. Tom Brady. Yeah, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. John Elway. Elway. Um, probably some guys from back in the day who I'm not thinking of. Maybe Terry Bradshaw? Yeah, I guess so, probably. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> um, Johnny Unitas, plausibly? Yeah, I, that checks out to me. Could be. Um, 
Favre went to back to back Super Bowls. He, did. he, he only didn't win it, but he yeah, went he, to. He lost. He lost one of those bad days. Um, but every since then, here's the thing: is every single one of those quarterbacks who has won back to back Super Bowls, people talk about as who is the greatest quarterback of all time. So I submit to you: if Nick Foles does this, is he the goat? Yeah, he's the goat. That makes sense. That yeah. makes perfect sense in NFL land. I mean, do I, Patrick, the person who likes uh, sports analytics? Think he's the goat, but no, that's stupid. But rings, yeah, me, the, the guy who who thinks that NFL analysis in general is hot garbage, and I want to mock them. Yeah, I hope people call him the goat. Yeah, you get what? How else? Like he won back to back Super Bowls. Yeah, like no, the only other people who've done that are people who they talk about as being the yeah. best ever. Yeah, this is why Trent Dilfer is a better quarterback than Dan Marino. As Trent, obviously. Yeah, as everyone knows. Everyone yeah. knows that. Because yeah. that's how Very basic obvious. statistical analysis <laughs> works. And that's how talent evaluation works. You just look at who did the thing at the end of the season. You go, that's the, one, that's the good one. Yeah. They, did the, they did all the football pretty good, I thought. Yeah. So, yeah. Nick Foles could be the GOAT. Because... Who, fuck it, why not? Fuck it, yeah. who cares? No one, no one gives a shit about this <laughs> NFL argument. analysis is garbage. It's really, really dumb. Like, yeah, no. It's, ah, uh, yeah, bad. Our favorite team, the Seahawks lost. Yes, ah, uh, yes, our favorite team. I, I thought I, they were actually going to go all the way. <laughs> I, yeah, you said that multiple times. <laughs> I like, had a feeling, writing, dude. It's scary, uh, a yeah. scary feeling that they were going to, yeah. that they were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, they like lost to, uh, they lost to the Cowboys, um, as I've said, I didn't actually watch any of this, but the analysis that I've seen is that basically the Seahawks came out with a game plan that was run the ball all the time, yeah. and that didn't work at all, and then they finally let Russell Wilson throw the ball in like the last five minutes of the game, they almost came back and won. Yeah. So basically, the Seahawks, because they're a bunch of geniuses, took their best offensive weapon, didn't let him do his thing that he is best at, mm-hmm. and almost won anyway. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty incredible that they almost won in spite of their terrible coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Pete Carroll's not that bad. He's just a bad person. Well, I don't think he calls the plays either, though. No, the yeah. you know, coordinator. But Pete Carroll has to sign off on that shit. No, he does. Like, he, he has does. to like, own it. <laughs> why would you... Why would you t- what were they thinking? I don't understand, man. Like I'm, they've always, they were always run first this whole season, as far as I, as far as I've heard. No, they were definitely trying to be um, a run first team. They were running the ball a lot, but which like, is weird when you don't have a, a running back that is that good. Yeah. And well, and also you, you have, have two wide receivers that are amazing and a great quarterback. A quarterback who's like one of his best skills. Well, his best skills ranked in order are like deep balls escaping and improvising and scrambling. So just drop back, send some go routes. If they don't work out, like, hey, Russell, do some stuff. They're definitely not min-maxing their offense at all this season. But they still won 10 games and went to the playoffs, and I thought they were going to be trash. So good shout-out to yeah. the Seahawks. Well, they went 10-6. and six. I thought they were going to be 6-10. and 10, so. Yeah, shout-out uh, to the Seahawks. Oh, yeah, don't like you, but shout-out to you <laughs> for yeah. doing that because that's kind of incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. So now the Cowboys are going to a yeah. divisional round game, which who I hate so much. Yeah, like that's I hate like the just Cowboys the worst possible fan base in football, the worst possible owner, all of, like all the worst yeah. things. The dumbest history, yeah. even though it's really good. Yeah. It's Ezekiel, still pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott is a douche nozzle. Um, Wait, why is he a douche nozzle? Oh, he's just a prick. Like okay. I, I actually don't have specific examples as to why, but as I understand, he's a he's a dick. Um, Did, do you remember when he uh, was photographed at Uncle Ike's and got in trouble? No. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. 
Yeah, uh, I think it was Uncle Ike's. It might have been another uh, another Seattle pot shop, but he was in town maybe like two, three years ago, right when legalization happened. All right. And he, it just seemed like he was like, oh, I want to see what this is all about. That seems weird and cool. Yeah. Like, let's go walk around a legal pot shop where I don't need like a medical card or anything like that, and I'm not going to get in trouble. And turns out he got in a little bit of trouble yeah. by because NFL viewers and owners and. Everyone involved in the NFL are hot garbage. <laughs> Marijuana. My God. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're all they're all trash. And I hope the Cowboys lose to somebody. Ooh, they, they got the Rams next. They'll probably lose. I yeah. Hope they lose. Um, well, I mean, I hear Jared Goff's exposed. I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Sean McVay is no longer the Wonder Kid. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Isn't like, that weird? How all that shit happens in the NFL in like a course of like two months? You can go from. Being amazing as they were last year too, to being absolutely garbage and exposed based solely off of narratives. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like what I just stated was a narrative. It wasn't based on any like. No, they lost a couple of real, games, like, and now we're saying talent they evaluation. Suck. Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> yeah, because your your sample sizes are so small in the NFL that like if you lose a couple games, oh, you must be trash forever now. It's like that's not actually how that works, but okay. Yeah. Like, Tony Romo had a great career, but the only thing anyone remembers is the time he fumbled a snap on an uh, extra point. <laughs> yeah, that is what I associate Tony yeah, Romo That's with. like his whole That happened in 2006. Yeah. He had a, a whole career after that. <laughs> where he that was, was pretty, pretty good. Great. Yeah. And I'm still just sitting here like, no, but the fumble, though, when he was holding the kick, he couldn't do it, so he's fucking bad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's, that's not even his job. And that's what I think about when I think of Tony Romo. Because sometimes I get sucked into the stupidity of NFL. Like, just, its coverage is bad. Media covering it is bad. Everything about the it is stupid. people who eat, who drink the punch are bad, including myself. <laughs> I'm not being fair to Tony Romo when I think this way. But also, I don't give a shit, so all right. So, yeah, to wrap up, wrap up the whole, like, Wild card weekend. The Colts beat the, beat the Texans, so fucking whatever. Yeah. Like, it's cool that Andrew Luck's arm still works, I guess. Because that was apparently an open yeah. question for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, and the Chargers beat the Ravens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Pat's Chargers, which looks fucking incredible. That I think. should be fun, yeah. That should be the game, and it's going to be on at 10 in the morning. <laughs> oh, good. Thanks, NFL. Yeah, definitely glad that's going to be the thing. Yeah. Although, Colts Chiefs could be fun, because Mahomes is going to throw for a billion yards, and the Chiefs secondary blows, yeah. with the exception of Barry, who just came back from like a year and a half absence due to a catastrophic leg injury. And but yeah, so basically you got Andrew Luck throwing all over a bad defense and the best offense in the NFL who have torched everyone they've come into contact with. So so it could be like a rematch of that 2013 matchup with the Chiefs and the Colts where Andrew Luck and Alex Smith just bombed it out that's, for yeah. an entire fucking game. Yeah, we could that be watching that. That was crazy, dude. And that was Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> this is Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes now. Yeah. This is like a whole nother level of <laughs> fuck defense. <laughs> yeah, no, that game, like, that game could finish like 70 to 68 or something ridiculous. I'm excited like, to watch that. Uh... It's weird that I'm excited to watch football, but, you know, it happens. I, yeah. I'm a human being. We got Eagles at Saints, which, if Nick Foles is the GOAT, then... Yeah, we all he's know already, it's already, he already won the Super Bowl yeah. this year. Yeah. I mean, like, no, in, he will win this Super Bowl, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. 
it, we've it's, determined gonna... just now that he's going to win, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's over. It's already. I'm over. not going to watch that game because I already know Nick Foles is going to win. <laughs> and, uh, I so yeah, and then uh, the other one is I already said Cowboys Rams, um, which I don't. I'm not interested. I don't in care that. for both those teams as yeah. a Niner fan. Like I, I don't. Like I hate the Cowboys. Yeah, you have that built-in hatred. And then there's yeah. the Rams. That's like. Kind of, I kind of hate them, but mostly it's just like you're gross and I don't like you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not, I'm just not yeah. interested. Yeah, I don't, don't, I just don't care very much. The Rams much. don't threaten me, but they're gross and I don't like them. They're like the Clippers. I just don't, whatever, dude. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. So, what's, what's the most fun championship round we can get? I think it would be Chiefs Chargers in the AFC and Rams Saints in the NFC. Uh, that would be the most fun, except that Nick Foles is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Rams Eagles sounds terrible. <laughs> Do you want me to live in reality for a second here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That yeah, is, yeah. The, those are the best matchups that we can get next yeah. week. That would, I think, that would be the best. Um, Do you have a Super Bowl pick? Um, I do not. Okay. Uh, it all looks so wide open, and I didn't follow the regular season, so. I have I have numbers, mm. and those those don't actually do that much in football sometimes. No, so. in football, like a fumble that bounces left instead of right determines a winner. Like, yeah, regularly. So, yeah, the numbers don't mean as much. Like just advanced numbers don't mean as much in football because of the randomness of the sport. Like there's just and there aren't that many. Yeah, like <laughs> there's not there's not a lot there's no value metrics in football. None, zero. Yeah, basically none. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd say. I'm saying Saints-Chargers. Yep. Because I think the Chargers are going to beat the uh, Patriots just because, well, I just want that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all, then, we uh, all want that. Yeah, and then um, the Saints, I think, are the best team remaining in the NFC. Like you mentioned already, it seems like Goff has been exposed and yeah. that the Rams just haven't looked that good. And I just don't think the Eagles are actually that good this year. No, um, they they did not play well. They just won a game. Yeah. No, they, they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, they just happened to get the shitty bounce go their yeah. way, you know. I mean, uh, neither team played necessarily great, and it was a really boring game until the very end. Yeah, it's just not fun. But really, like, the Patriots are just going to win it again because fuck everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's what we yeah. should be thinking about. Yeah. So, you know, NFL. All right, that was cool. Yeah. You know what else was happening while we were gone? Mm. Baseball free agency continued to have nothing happen. <laughs> nothing happened in it at all. Uh, the only thing I heard about was the Yankees selling Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah. Uh, weird move. Yeah. Weird flex. Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) Um, yeah, if you want him, you can have him. He's been like, he's old. Like, Tulo's getting old. He hasn't been good in like three years. And, um, the best shortstop in baseball is currently on the market as a free agent. So if you need a shortstop and you want to win a title. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... It depends on how long D.D. Gregorius is supposed to be out, mm-hmm. who is very good for them. Uh, I don't really understand that t- where Tulu fits in, but I also don't pay attention to the Yankees' depth chart as much as I probably should. I just know that at best he's a one or two win player, so he's yeah, that's who he okay. is. He's, he, might like, he's... A, he might hit a, he might hit a few home runs there though, so that's gonna be good. Sure, like whatever, good for Troy. Like I do, like I still got that soft spot from Troy, like when he was young and on the Rockies. So I do, like I do want the best for him, but I don't like. Let's be realistic, he's not good anymore. He's on the those Rocktober teams. Yeah, he was that in 07, Like yeah, he was fun, and now he's not that great, and that's too bad. But yep, it's just weird. It's just weird to watch like a really wealthy team who ostensibly is trying to compete for a title, 
pick up this guy instead of an obviously better player who's younger, who they could lock up long-term and plays mm-hmm. multiple positions. Yep, and would probably yeah. make them the favorites to win a championship. Yeah, like, you take you take the Yankees from last year, who already won 100 games, you, you add Manny Machado at five wins, like... Yeah. Yeah, dude, like, of course now you're the favorites. Yeah, they would be the favorites to win a World Series. Yeah. But that's not how baseball works anymore. Apparently the richest and most loaded teams known for spending money aren't doing that at all. <laughs> None of it. Zero parts of it. Um, the numbers are baseball payroll on average across the league is down $18 million. Um, That's nuts. Yeah. It's Yeah, so basically every single ownership group is refusing to pay for anybody, um, and a bunch of uh, fans are being like, well, they just probably can't afford it, which... <laughs> Patrick, would you like to reiterate our point on what owners can afford? All owners can afford every player that they want. You know, the shittiest owner, I guess, would be the A's ownership. (laughs) Yes. They could afford Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. It's that they won't, and they know you're dumb, and they know you're going to think that they're poor. Yeah. They're just like, they're just going to say, like, we can't afford it. Yeah, Yeah, no, they fucking can. (laughs) You clearly don't understand what a billion dollars is. Yeah, it's so much money. It's so much money. Like, we made some cracks a couple weeks back about, like, what it would cost to have um, Manny Machado, um, Bryce Harper, and... um, Mike Trout plus like an expensive pitcher on the same team, and we the number we threw out there was something like one point seven billion dollars. Yeah, one point one point four maybe. I yeah, think. one anywhere from we'll just call it one and a half. Yeah. Except those are all ten year deals at that level, which means what it actually costs them is one hundred and fifty million bucks per year. Which, if they're not making revenues off their team to cover their payroll, then what the fuck are they even doing owning a business? Yeah. Like. Yeah. What are they and. And they have profit sharing, dude. Yeah. Like, you, you can talk, <laughs> All these guys the are making money. All these guys are making money. Well, and not only that, like, so baseball revenues were reported, like, right around, I think it's $10.5 billion yeah. this year, um, which is adjust, even adjusted for inflation, more than double what revenues were in 2001. Yeah. Um, so the sport itself is actually making way the hell more money than it used to. All that money is getting shared between teams, and they're not actually putting it back into the game yeah. at all. And they're not even putting it into like building their own new stadiums that can be whatever the fuck they want. Like you could have the Mariners could have a super nice beer garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, they're trying to get our, us to pay for this shit. Yeah, they specifically have gotten us to pay for it already. Yeah, we've like, committed our, our money to it in King County yeah. as we speak. Yeah. But yeah, and all of the, all of this is um, comes from last year, where the same sort of thing was happening, where like yeah. good players were going unsigned until deep in the off season, and then having to take deals. Um, yeah, that were kind of below market or what we thought was market for them. Last year was super weird. Yeah. Like people weren't getting signed up until like mid January, yeah. and then players started getting signed, and that was that. People got traded, and it was just odd. And we were like, okay, well, hopefully this doesn't happen again next year. Totally did. <laughs> Same <laughs> baseball. Deal. Baseball teams are trying to save money. Um, I mean, we see it in the amount of teams that are tanking. Yeah. More teams are tanking than ever, unless you're the Reds for some reason, which, all right, good for them, fine. Sure. They probably should tank, but, all right, you know what, I'm going to tell them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> if they want if they want Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp for no reason, then have fun, have fun, 
Hope your fans are happy with that. Probably may go 500. Yeah. May win 78 wins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But you might almost you might almost make it to eighty one. Yeah. I can't truly begrudge them for <laughs> putting good players on their roster. No, I'm happy. I'm, ha- I'm happy with that. And like also the last team, like last year, what like we've again this is reiterating a point we've talked about before. But one team did go for it. It was the fucking Brewers, and they almost did it. Yeah, you know, like so with all these people like actively trying to suck one one team being like, well, then the hell with this. Like, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and like go for it there's clearly a window there like you can be one of those top five teams yeah it's it's just odd that more teams are tanking than ever like teams that teams like the mariners that shouldn't have even considered a rebuild in 2018 did consider a rebuild and pull it and do it and it's just it's odd uh yeah i mean i think they're just trying to make it so that players aren't going to be asking for this kind of big money anymore and it's it's probably working because it's like Machado and Harper should be signed for about what 400 million a pop yeah pretty just based off of where they are in their careers what other players have gotten in the past and it looks like the owners are colluding and they're I don't think Machado and Harper are going to sign for that much no they'll I'm they'll probably get their 300 and change yeah wouldn't like that wouldn't shock me but you know, like, like, I don't know, the initial offer from the Nationals is reportedly $300 million for Harper. That will get played against other teams, and we'll see what comes of it. But, you know. Yeah. I just, I wonder, too, like, the goal is, there's got to be a goal in um, keeping salaries down on the free agent market. There's that. But, I, like, what it, like, there's, it seems like there's something ulterior going on here, too. Like, and I don't mean to get all conspiracy theory-esque, but... What like what else can they be trying to accomplish? Like I think because this is the sort of thing that can affect an arbitration hearing. Like yeah. when a player has a chance to lobby against the arbitration court for um, more money on their contract, they won't have any of these big deals to point to that will inf- like could possibly in- help them get a higher number. Like is, I don't yeah. know if there's anything to that, and I'm curious if you think there might be something to that. Well, I mean, if the value for if the value for like a four win, four win right fielder goes down because of this, which it is because payrolls are going down, so players mm-hmm. are going to be paid less over time if teams continue to do this, and then in arbitration, like when a player is ready for arbitration, they can't necessarily ask for anything close to that what it was back in 2015, yeah. when like a four win right fielder would make like what like 22 million dollars. Then right, now, because yeah. I think that's what like Hunter Pence was making. That's exactly what he was. And then now, like a right fielder who hits arbitration is can't even look at that number as even something they can ask close to. Because I mean, in arbitration, they don't ask for that big number because that's that no, they're not going to get it. Yeah. But they can't go as high. So instead, like this player will make like five million, which is a lot of money, but it isn't what their market worth was uh, three or four years ago. Right, and the market's being artificially depressed by um, by these ideas of minimum contracts, pe- players who can't get out of them, and then not paying guys who have played beyond it at the commensurate level. Yeah. Right? Like, because the whole idea of not having a cap is to set a market for what things have cost, mm-hmm. and if 
ownership, like, I don't know, maybe ownership has decided they were overpaying for something, but it sure doesn't seem that way because money, their revenues are way up. Yeah. They are making making more money. Like, that's not, so it doesn't seem like their expenses have not led to an increase in uh, money coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball has been basically printing money even though they've been falling deeply in popularity. Like, people are, less people are watching. No one's really enthusiastic about baseball as much as, like, football and basketball. And their players were being paid a lot of money. Yeah. And yet they were still, they were still very, 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 very profitable. And I think now they're just like, well, what if we cut out that whole playing our players thing? Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of gross. It's very gross, actually. Yeah, like I don't know, like football make football revenues are much higher, um, and but they're also and their percentage of the uh, of revenue is much lower that gets paid to players in the in the salary cap. But that's also because their union sucks. Like uh-huh. the NFLPA is really bad at what they do, um, and uh, the MLBPA won a strike in '94, yeah. and now like and this just seems like this gross like yeah i don't i don't the only word for it is collusion that just like to try and hurt the uh, labor force and this can be done when you have a limited market that can't be expanded you can't go find the same amount of money outside of it because in order to just get into the league in the first place you have to jump through all these fucking hoops Mm -hmm. and like get in with this cadre of billionaires who own these teams to begin with Mm -hmm. like you can't just i don't know bill gates has more money than fucking Jesus. Uh, Jeff Bezos has more money than two Jesuses. And um, I didn't know Jesus was a baller like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Have That's not, fucking wild have to not, me. Have you not been to the Vatican? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Touche. Um, um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but they can't just be like, well, we're going to have a baseball team, even if they just pay out of pocket for a stadium, all these things. Because that's not, like, the league won't let them. They have to get in with this group, which means yeah. they have to deal with everybody on their terms just to become part of the game. Yeah. And what does this shittiness mean about the future of getting minor league baseball players paid more? Oh, or they paid passed, an actual, like... Remember how they passed a law saying that uh, it was, like, restricting minor league pay? Yeah. Like, that's what it means, is that, like, they're going to continue to hold down that lower-level talent that supposedly is supposed to be working towards the dream of, you know... Yeah, they're supposed to basically be, like, minimum wage... Less than minimum wage workers somehow? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. Um, Somebody... I'm trying to remember the exact numbers I was looking at, but somebody did the math on, like, if they forced... Uh, baseball to raise the pay of every single minor league baseball player by two thousand dollars a month, or approximately or twenty four thousand dollars a year, um, in terms of their salary. Um, the total um, incurred cost to a given baseball team would only be something like forty million dollars. Wow. Yeah. That's. Oh my god. Yeah, and that covers like four levels of teams. Yeah. Major League Baseball is. Those organizations are fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> They're all bad. And like $24,000 is basically poverty line income. Yeah. And these guys are already way below that. Yeah, they're, making, they're like, way below that. In minor league baseball communities, like the team reaches out and is like, those players can't afford a place to stay. Will one of you house them? Yeah. Like, I, had a, I actually had a college girlfriend who her uh, mother housed three of them in a room. 
because that was like the option available to them. Like yeah. you just volunteer to like support these kids who cannot pay for like a place to live. Even yeah. if together, like these three guys, their combined income couldn't get them a single room apartment to rent together. They had to stay in a basement of somebody else's house for free. Yeah. That's absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah. That 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 this is the structure, but this has always been like this kind of like structure and it's supposed to be thought of as like oh shucks they're just working hard and they're gonna get there so it's like fuck you dude they already have worked hard they made it this far they're professional athletes (laughs) they're already professional athletes just pay them a living wage that's all you gotta do pay them as much as like you pay someone in working for you in your fucking offices dude (laughs) it's like pay what you pay the fucking assistants and shit right (laughs) make sure that they can live the person you walk into a any given office of anywhere, I don't like. I don't care what it is. You walk into the dentist's office. You walk into a hotel. The person at the front desk who looks up and says, "Can I help you?" makes more than two minor league baseball players. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, absolutely crazy. They, don't do that to people. It's, ah, baseball's garbage. Baseball's garbage. <laughs> baseball fucking sucks. Base, I don't like it. It's full of garbage things. Like the Padres. Padres. San Diego Padres. <laughs> <laughs> the most generic sports team in sports team history is the San Diego Padres. You, if you listen to us regularly over time and you're back with us now, you know we hate the Padres. Or not even a hate. You can't hate you the just, Padres. Like, there's no, it's actually impossible. You can't have like opinions about the Padres because yeah. they don't matter. Yeah. It's, it's like being angry at, I don't know... A, piece of paper (laughs) with nothing on it there's nothing there it's you could pick it up and move it if you don't like where it is but instead you're just sitting if you're hating the potters like this piece of paper shouldn't be there and doing nothing about it (laughs) so and on that note we'd like to introduce what we hope will be a recurring feature our padres rankings for 2018 our padres power rankings Mm -hmm. um this are the most padres the most padres ish Padres team obviously yeah. will be the San Diego Padres. Of course. Um, do you want to define? Well, do you want to define real fast what we mean when we say the most Padres team? They're the most generic. Um, not many people know about them or care about them. Um, like it's like the Padres. Just think about the San Diego Padres. Not a lot of people go to their games. Um, most people who don't watch sports barely know that they exist you probably unless only, they live in san diego <laughs> you're probably only thinking about the san diego padres because we just said think about yeah. the san diego padres and then you'll be like no i <laughs> 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 your first thought is no i don't want to <laughs> i don't even think that's real <laughs> so i'll uh, i'm gonna run down the list here that we've come up with for our uh padres power rankings and yep. you give me some thoughts on each one number okay. one the Padres. The San Diego Padres, who I'm nominating for a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, gee, there's the original. Mm-hmm. No one's ever, no one's, no one will ever do team that no one cares about or even knows exists better than the San Diego <laughs> Padres. The vanilla Padres. The greatest of all time. Yeah, no one's ever going to do that. Like, we just, like, no, Tony, the best player in Padres history was Tony Gwynn, who was a great hitter who just, Total, nobody even noticed existed for most of his career. Like, and, <laughs> I mean, people did. It's just, 
It was like, ah, oh, shucks, Tony Gwynn's playing for the, uh, what is it, the Braves? No, the Padres. He plays for the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Padres, yeah, 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 the Padres. Those guys, yeah. 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 They're great. They're great. Uh, they're not great. <laughs> yeah. They suck. People uh, knew who Tony Gwynn was. They just didn't know what team he was on. No, Tony Gwynn, the Tony Gwynn Padres went to a World Series, which is a fact I remembered literally four seconds ago. Yeah. They got um, dragged by the Yankees. <laughs> really badly. Oh, man. Yeah, Tony Gwynn, like, couldn't hit for power. He was, like... He was... We like he was a guy you couldn't shift on because he hit to all fields and like he had a really balanced approach. Yeah. But like he didn't hit for power. He wasn't fast. Like he just happened. Like he just was really good at slapping the ball into that dead space in between the infield and the outfield. He was an incredible hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Great hitter. Great contact hitter. Didn't swing and miss. He was excellent. But he played for the Padres, so nobody really noticed that much. But he played for the Brewers. No, I'm fucking with the Padres because I don't know who the Padres are. You got me. You actually, I just, I just got owned. I just, I just got owned really hard. The look hard. on his face was like, Patrick, are you fucking stupid? I just, I just got, I just got really owned. Let's go to number two. All right, hang on. I am lifetime achievement award nominee. All in favor? Yeah. I. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. All right. The Padres will no longer appear on our Padres rankings as the official uh, lifetime achievement yep. Padres team. But we had to put him on there at least yeah, one they time. Have to be there. Yeah, yeah. they're the goat. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I have no idea how the Arizona Cardinals aren't a Canadian football team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's incredible that whenever I'm like, oh shit, they're still in my team's division, and they're also still in like this country. That's incredible. <laughs> do you remember when they went to the world, uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah, I because do. Because they did, but I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who did they play? Do you know? <laughs> they played the Steelers. Oh. It was actually a very good game. But they took an L because that's what fucking shitty teams do. <laughs> they take an L. Yeah, yeah. No, they... Uh, and then they just disappeared again. Uh, they yeah. have the best running back in the league according to fantasy football rankings. I don't know. I've never actually watched them play. Yeah, yeah I don't... But... Yeah. But I, then they even ruined that. He was yeah. not He was not the best running back again. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald is the Tony Quinn of <laughs> football, so it makes perfect sense. Very, very good for a very, very long time. I think he plays for the Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I don't know. Could have been the Brewers. Okay, next on the list. Number three is Tampa Bay. Not a team, just the city. Yeah, the, the sports city of Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. The city that Florida man built. <laughs> Has some of the worst and least memorable sports franchises on the planet Earth. Notably, um, notably the Rays. The Rays, who, who nobody cares about at all. Just gross. Yeah. Just absolutely weird and gross, and they play in an abandoned warehouse. Tampa Bay Bucks won a Super Bowl. They, they're the Tampa Bay Bucks are the reason that Oakland gave John Lynch ten million or a hundred million dollars. For a reason? And then he traded both of their best players. Wait, John Lynch did? You mean... No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Gruden. John Gruden. John yeah. Gruden, John Gruden. In my um, ongoing theme of m- misnaming people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Gruden. Uh, yeah, won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay after some... Like, Oakland actually traded him? They traded their coach to Tampa Bay somehow. He yeah. immediately won a Super Bowl and then retired. <laughs> and now Oakland has signed him to... Uh, get rid of all their best players, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the craziest thing that ever happened. Like, just, I first, I didn't even know that coaches could be traded. Like, that actually, I learned something from that. 
And then it turns out this whole time I thought John Gruden was good until his other years in Tampa. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, John Gruden's bad. And then he got signed again by the Raiders. And I was like, but did you not watch those other seasons of Tampa Bay <laughs> football? Because pretty bad, right? <laughs> well, Tampa Bay still like, hang, like the whole front, like Buccaneers specifically, I should say, are still hanging on to like Jameis Winston as a quarterback. Um, whose mo- his most noteworthy achievements are stealing snow crab legs from a grocery store and groping an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Tampa is whack. Yeah, Tampa is super whack. Like, what's the? There's like the floor. The University of Florida has like the motto for their football team of like "Welcome to the Swamp." Like, why would you say that? <laughs> Welcome to the Terror Dome. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Swamp. I don't want to go to the Swamp. The Swamp sounds terrible. Why would, I don't want to be here. Tampa Bay, you're in the jungle now, asshole. <laughs> it's like okay, weird. <laughs> Yeah, like, no one's ever been like, oh, I'm feeling swampy and meant that as a positive thing. <laughs> no one's ever been happy about getting swamp butt. <laughs> no one's ever like, oh, lit. <laughs> I've this got so, swamp butt. Dude, I got such mad swamp butt right now. Oh, it's tight, bro. Oh, rad. So rad. That. So rad. I'm just tweet, <laughs> tweeting it. Tweeting it. All Number right. Four. <laughs> Number four. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. The best thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars are the running Blake Bortles jokes. In a good place. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the good place. <laughs> the good place, yeah. Um, last year, they actually almost played the Titans in the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. which, if we had had a Jacksonville-Tennessee Championship game, it should have been played in London on a Thursday. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah, Jags-Titans is like the quintessential Thursday night yeah, game. Yeah, no, it is. And it like is. they put everyone in those stupid like, color rush uniforms, and yeah. like one of them is wearing like bait, like this weird powder blue that isn't even the good powder blue. Yeah, and the terrible gradient on the helmets yeah, that yeah. absolutely drove me insane. Yeah, and then like the for some reason they went with the jaguar like fur color from the helmet for the uniform, so there's just this hideous brown ochre. That's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck the Jaguars. That doesn't sound good. No, yeah. they're, they're, they're whacked. They're extremely they're definitely, whacked. They're definitely the Swamp Padres. <laughs> <laughs> they're the Swamp Padres. Number five, Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, yes. As a Lakers fan, the I think of the Clippers like God thinks of a fucking beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much nothing exists because the Lakers allow them to exist. Whatever, whatever. To use the Staples Center, we just let them be in the Staples Center to remind us that we're better than them, <laughs> and that how far we've come, and look what we could be if we were shitty. Um, the colors red and blue have never looked dumber in my life, and those are normal good colors. I think for Usually, a sports team to have, they're fine. Yeah, if a sports team has red and blue as their colors, I'm like, oh, cool, they look great. But when the Clippers turn the Staples Center to red and blue. I'm like, this actually looks like hot garbage. Uh, these colors don't make any fucking sense to me. This team should stop playing. They are the they are my pick for the basketball Padres. I think I they're I think they're a we've talked pick. about the Suns yeah. in the past, but um, yeah. well, the Clippers are just it's possible that team might garbage. show up on this list too. So oh, of course, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Clippers, everyone knew that it was coming. Yeah. No, the Clippers are trash. Like they had like they had a big four. And never made it out of the first round of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Like, um, we've talked about 
their their fuckery yeah, yeah, <laughs> at length like a few weeks ago. It's just total insanity. It's actually it's funny to me if they never won a title through that. Yeah. Like they went out of their way to get Chris Paul, Doc Rivers, who is was prior to his stint at the Clippers, an unequivocally excellent coach. Very good. Uh, Blake Griffin, who when he was there was one Holy of the better shit. young yeah. towns in the NBA. DeAndre Jordan, who is just he can't shoot, but he just destroys everyone physically and. All you have to do is throw the ball at a hoop, and DeAndre Jordan's like, I'm going to dunk that. And then he does. <laughs> <laughs> or he used to. Now he's old and kind of broken and on the Mavericks. But they won nothing, and therefore no one remembers, and no one cares. It's gone. Ask the Golden State Warriors if they care about the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> Number six, the Florida Marlins. None of their championships count. No, none of them at all. There's two, and I don't really yeah. remember what happened in either one. I don't even want to go further into this. Yeah. Let's just leave yeah, them alone now. You're the Marlins. Fuck, you fuck suck. The Marlins. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're nothing. Uh, number seven, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Uh, I guess that makes Steve Nash <laughs> basketball, <laughs> basketball Tony Quinn. Because, <laughs> uh, wow, he was fucking amazing. And those so teams good. were so cool and great. And it was like, oh, wow, those mid 2000s Suns teams were incredible to watch. But yet I don't give a shit, and most people don't and never will. Yeah, it's huh, funny how that works out. <laughs> no, like the, their main highlight is remember when Steve Nash got body checked into the scorers table? <laughs> yeah. Was that the Spurs who did that? Yeah, too? I think it was the Spurs. That was very mean, by the way. <laughs> it was actually Robert Ory. Yeah, I thought that. that was. I thought that was. Very, very odd. Well, I mean, Big Shot Bob will do anything with a title. Yeah, oh, totally. But yeah, no, like I watched we'll, that. We'll I was like, that seems rude. <laughs> Yeah, Big Shot no. Bob will activate his weird ability to shoot three pointers, even though he can't really shoot three pointers. Yeah, yeah no, the hot, in like, a championship yeah, no, like game. the big thing that we all remember about the Phoenix Suns is that Bob Ory punched Steve Nash, and then Steve Nash was hurt and on the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> he punched him so hard he's like, "Fuck this, I'm leaving." Uh, number eight is the Los Angeles Ni San Diego Chargers. Yeah. Um, they are currently applying for an exemption in 2019, but I don't think they're going to get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, they win a title and we'll rethink that whole thing. Or yeah. I won't, because I don't care. Dude, whatever. But, like, yeah, the Chargers... We've already dragged several teams who have titles. This would yeah. just be a recent one. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers, they're fucking weird. They, they're, they left San Diego, and it was weird, and it just seemed like, why'd you do that? It used to look like you left a pretty good relationship. Yeah. San like Diego that... liked the Chargers just yeah. fine. They, it seemed like a very good situation. It seems like a person that you know who's like who leaves their longtime significant other for like stupid narcissistic dickhead reasons, <laughs> and then like absolutely just flops as a human being <laughs> immediately after, just like turns into an absolute trash fire. Like they might be successful, like the Chargers are right now, mm. and they might win a Super Bowl. Yep, but they're also constantly posting weird shit about being the best version of themselves. Air quotes. <laughs> They're on Facebook like, and Instagram. It's just like those uh, fucking inspirational poster yeah. shit, like a sunset where it's like, tomorrow is another day. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone posting that shit on social media, you know that they're going through some shit. Yeah. And you know damn well you saw them blackout drunk eating Tide Pods on the 2 a.m. bus <laughs> home last week. So you know that shit's not good. Yeah. You know that they're, they're in a bad place. It's weird. No one goes to their games. They play in a soccer stadium. Yeah, and like nobody, like, and yeah. they, they can't even fill it. It's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a weird team. Yeah. 
They're like, we're going to move to L.A. where everyone will want us. And then the Rams move. And they don't even, L.A. doesn't even really want the Rams. And they even less want the Chargers. <laughs> they barely wanted the Rams. They're like, we're kind of hoping for the Raiders, but yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they shouldn't have wanted the Raiders, they just did want yeah, the Raiders like, well, history. Yeah. yeah, dude, like, the Raiders are the only team with any sort of penetration in L.A. And then these other teams, like, at least the Rams have an actual history there. Yeah. Like, not it's not as, like, built into the culture in L.A. as the Raiders' history there is, even though it was shorter and but it was a lot more intense. Yeah. Um, but the Chargers, like, they don't have anything. There's no connection. They're just like, <laughs> we're going to move up that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll we go were, over here now. We were down there. Now we're up here. Everyone love us now. Philip yeah. Rivers, right? And yeah. LA's like, actually, no. Um, I guess I'm going to watch Kings games now. <laughs> it's, 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 they're like a person who is like, well, I'm trying to get my acting career like to really get off the ground, so moving to Los Angeles. Like, you are an extra in like a horror movie that was direct to video. A very, very bad idea. <laughs> The yeah. Chargers are that person you know that just makes really whack decisions and you're like, fuck, I want to stop you, but it's really funny when you do <laughs> shit like this. <laughs> and I don't like you that much. <laughs> just, just, Say you're an acquaintance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know them. Yeah, I know them. <laughs> but they're so-and-so's friend. All right. Number nine, the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Uh, the dumbest and least notable team to ever don the origin black. Yep. Cool stadium, though. So that means that they're not they're low is, on the... Camden Yards is extremely cool. Yeah. So they're not that high on the Padres list. They're just, you know, they're there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they had, they had Cal Ripken Jr. Who was cool. Like, he, he had a great career. He did the whole thing where he played all the time, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> he did that, which is, I, that's pretty lit. Yeah. <laughs> Although, apparently, I, I didn't... This was not something I knew in the past. Um, but uh, in 93, I guess Cal Ripken got off to such a bad start... That uh, Bobby Bonds actually like publicly said, if he was on my team, I'd have benched him. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird that yeah. Bobby Bonds said that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They won a championship in '83, and then uh, Cal Ripken was cool for a while, I guess. And then some teenager reached over the fence at Yankee Stadium and pulled a home run in, and then they were never good again. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was '96, right? Yeah, 96, 95, '96, '95 or '96. Yeah. That was the last time it's the Orioles incredible. were like decent. They made they like pretended to be decent a little bit. Some guy named Brian Roberts had a really weird, bonkersly good season. Yeah. Also, the Orioles have this weird history of like some guy just goes off for a year. Like Brian Roberts did it. Brady Anderson hit like fifty home runs and stole fifty bases, which is the only time that's ever been done. And then there was uh, Chris Davis. Yeah, Chris Davis. I have, a, I have so much to say about Chris Davis. Chris Davis is the worst player in baseball. I, yeah, he's, he's literally the worst. <laughs> like, that's he's not an exaggeration. He posted yes. the worst win- qualifying war in history last year. Uh, it wasn't the worst in history. It was just one of the la- worst in like the last forty years. Okay, well, for a while there, yeah. it was he was on he was on pace at yeah. least for the first half of the season to post the worst. He still got five hundred plate appearances. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Ryan Healy, like yeah. Ryan Healy looked real good compared to Chris Davis. Yeah. Chris Davis is the maximum Ryan Healy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or Ryan Healy is just low key Chris Davis. Yeah, it's one of those two right. things. And That's I'm not actually sure wild. Which. But Chris Davis is interesting because uh, in two thousand, I think it was thirteen. He was on pace to break the, like the Roger Maris home run record. Yeah, he was. And yeah. when he was asked, 
by like, oh, are you excited for that? And he goes, as far as I'm concerned, the Roger Maris home run record is the only legitimate one because all those other guys did steroids. Blah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, you're the fucking worst person. Oh, my God, you're absolute trash. Well, fire. and then he didn't do it and can yeah. shut up now. So Not only did he <laughs> didn't do it, but then he got popped for steroids. So you know <laughs> That's the I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the funniest part is that he got all fucking high and mighty. It was just like, it was just fully self, like everyone knew it was just a self-serving thing that he yeah. said. He doesn't actually give a shit about steroids. He just was like, well, I want to be the home run king, but I don't want to actually be the home run king. <laughs> so I'll just say that those other ones that are hard to do doesn't count because they did steroids, but I'm also doing steroids. So, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So fuck Chris Davis and fuck the Orioles. Yeah, They're fuck stupid. Fuck Chris Davis. Yeah, what a garbage ass franchise. Yeah. Change your colors. Yeah. <laughs> Only know, the Giants they, can they wear do, the orange they, and black. They do have extremely cool. I uniforms. really like their. Uh, I really like their logo. Yeah. yeah, like they have extremely cool uniforms, and the Oriole, like the cartoon Oriole, is actually like great. Yeah, like I don't. There's sure. I'm sure there's a name for it that I didn't look up, but it's dope. I like I the one uh, Orioles logo where it's like a or it's an Oriole who's wearing an Orioles hat, <laughs> who also which also has an Oriole on it. <laughs> it's, Orioleception. It's very meta, and they didn't even think about it when they did. It's like an old timey logo. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, that's really weird of them to do, but also. <laughs> I shout also out to those guys doing a lot of drugs back then and <laughs> yeah, making logos. Cool. <laughs> All right, number ten, the Orlando Magic. Shaq and Penny regret ever playing for the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I there's no quote of them saying that. They'll probably never say that in their careers ever or in life. I just know it in my heart we and I believe it. it. I believe it. Number eleven, the Tennessee Titans. They have two shades of blue in their color scheme. Yeah, so it's I think weird. It's stupid. It's Get extremely strange. Just have one shade of blue. This is another situation where a team manages to make blue and red look dumb. Yeah. Well, they use like <laughs> just the hint. It's like somebody drizzled some red yeah. on their blue. Yeah. It's dark blue, baby blue, and then some red, and it's yeah. just like, all right. You know, it looks dumb. Um. Yeah. No. Like I've never cared about the Tennessee Titans. They um, went to a Super Bowl, and I. Didn't really give a shit. It was they an the incredible Rams. Super Bowl, by the way. It, <laughs> it was, was really incredible. Good. That was one, actually one of the better Super Bowl I, games of all time. I think it might be the greatest Super Bowl game of all time. But they lost, so who gives a shit? So fuck them. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure someone thought the Padres World Series was good, but they lost. So <laughs> no, they got swept. That wasn't good. The Padres <laughs> lost that game 4-0. I'm saying I'm sure someone thought that it was good. <laughs> Well, I thought I thought they really presented themselves well. The games were it wasn't a blowout, so I don't know. I just I feel like it was okay. Bruce Bochy didn't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want to do you want to take number twelve? Yes, for reading off the Denver Broncos. Ah, these fucking numbskulls. They won a title in 2015, and I don't even remember it happening. <laughs> like. <laughs> I would watch that game in a room full of Broncos fans, and then so I'm like, and whenever someone's like, well, remember the last time they went to the Super Bowl? Like, yeah, the fucking Seahawks kicked our ass. And they're like, I thought you beat the Panthers. Like, oh, right. <laughs> um, the most no, like the most the coolest thing about Denver Broncos history is then they go to the Super Bowl and have someone like the Niners, the Seahawks, or any literally anyone else kick the dicks off of them. Like. They just get destroyed in the Super Bowl endlessly, nonstop, five times I think, 
And then the other good thing is one time their horse-faced-ass QB turned general manager got dragged to back-to-back titles by Terrell Davis, who is an undrafted free agent They literally, like, that literally fell in their laps. He was very, very good. He was extremely good, but you only... Like, you know how Terrell Davis got that starting running back job? How? They put him on the last unit kick team in a preseason game, and Terrell Davis just lit a guy up um, who was trying to return a ball, and everyone was like, oh, we lit him up, so they gave him some reps, and it turns out Terrell Davis is a really good running back. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think that, I didn't even know that story about, I just assumed he was like a number one overall pick. undrafted. He was incredible and like. (laughs) At best, seventh round. Yeah, no, like, he was, yeah, nobody thought Terrell Davis was going to be shit, and then we stuck him on our, like, backup, backup, backup punt team in their first game of preseason, and he smoked a guy because he just happened to have the lane. Yeah. And then he, like, six years, for six years, he was the best running back in football, and then his knees went to hell. That's very impressive. Yeah. Terrell Davis is the Tony Gwynn of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Except he actually got yeah. a couple rings out of it. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, at number 13, the San Francisco 49ers. So, I was... I saw you write this yesterday. Yeah, you did. In person. Mm-hmm. And I was mad at you. Mm-hmm. I was insulted, and I was like... You were kind of upset. This yeah. disrespectful motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, kiss. first of all, kiss the rings. There's five of them. Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, etc. Two of them are against the Broncos, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought about it, and I'm like, wait, Patrick. That was the 90s, dude. <laughs> sure, you remember the 90s, because you were a kid during the 90s. But most people don't remember the 90s like that. <laughs> So, how does one of the most storied dynasties in all of the NFL history transform itself into what it is right now? Just an absolute trash fire. How does that happen? uh, I'm going to tell you how. Oh, I want to know. So first, your owner, Eddie DeBartolo, needs to get caught up in some shady-ass fucking weird shit on some kind of gambling boat. Some river boat <laughs> on the Mississippi <laughs> River and be forced to give up his ownership of the team. So he was pretending to be Mark Twain? Yeah, it was some weird... Ch- I barely understand <laughs> it. I just know that it was. It ended up the way that it ended up because he's an idiot. He's and, just up there like gambling, like, I'm writing this book about Huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like the plant? Huckleberries? No! A man named Huckleberry! There's some like shady deals going on in this boat. <laughs> but anyways, he has to give the team to his sister. His sister and and her husband, uh, the Yorks, and they don't actually give a shit about football. Mm. Not only that, they seem to actively want to just break everything because they think it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) They were just like, what would happen if we... Okay, so Jeff Garcia and Terrell Owens don't like each other. So in that scenario, you either mediate the situation and continue with your two fucking Pro Bowl players and continue (laughs) to go to the playoffs... Despite not having a very good team because those two players are just absolutely incredible and Garrison Hurst is somehow there too. <laughs> or or you can just be like, um, yeah. Let's get rid of them both. <laughs> and then and then turn to, to Steve Mariucci and go, fuck you too. <laughs> and he, he's just everyone just like, okay. What did we get for Terrell Owens for trading to the Eagles? I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, nothing. Oh, nothing. It's like, cool, and we let Jeff Garcia go, also, yeah, who's going to play quarterback? 
Timote. <laughs> and then they drafted Alex Smith, which actually was a pretty bad idea because you should have drafted Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that would have been he was smarter. Right yeah. there. But anyways, they got Alex Smith number one overall. They did what they did, what they did. And they hired these coaches who drafted him, actually, uh, Mike Nolan, and they just continued to bully him into, like, they just destroyed him mentally and emotionally to the point where, like, he didn't get a lot of playing time. They, his job was constantly in question. He went into every preseason, like, in a who's, battle. Now, I remember that. Yeah, like, they're like, who's competing for Alex Smith's job this year? Yeah, yeah. and they just absolutely, almost to irreparable lengths, like, they, like, destroyed his <laughs> they just destroyed him mentally yeah and then they finally got a good coach in jim harbaugh and then they bullied him because jed york didn't and he he took him to took him to the playoffs a bunch of times they went to the super bowl they went to they went to three straight <laughs> nfc title games and then jed york's like well he makes me uncomfortable because he's too good <laughs> in his job <laughs> So then they fired him. And then... I, you'd think I'd be done by now. <laughs> you would think And that. then they relocate the team south to Santa Clara, an hour away pretty much, in a place where no one can go to the game because Caltrain is like a million miles away. No one can park anywhere. It's weirdly hot as shit for no reason at all. Yeah. Players don't like playing there. Fans don't like being there. It's hot, shitty, and weird. They can't grow turf. They don't, somehow don't know how to grow turf there. Everyone complains about playing on it. It's terrible. And it's it's crazy. They don't know how grass works. <laughs> so they go from a forever dynasty to the Silicon Valley Padres <laughs> in 20 years. Fuck the San Francisco 49ers. They're stupid-ass sports team. Fuck the Niners. They should be number one on this list. What am I doing? <laughs> Well, I've convinced myself. <laughs> they might make it. Hey, we got the 2019 rankings coming up. So. <laughs> I love you 49ers, but you fucking kill me every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, do we have any honorable mentions? Because that was our list. Um, we did consider uh, briefly combining Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, for, the Florida Marlins, and the Orlando Magic just the- into the state of Florida. Um that's disrespectful because some of these teams are bad enough on their in their own entities. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the Jaguars are their own version of bad. The Bucks and the uh, the Bucks Tampa makes sense just because it's funnier that way. <laughs> well, you know what we forgot to mention is that Tampa Bay actually has a hockey team that I think actually the did, Lightning. Yeah, they did they actually a win a title in which, 04. Again, speaking of things that I literally remembered five seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay seems like a trash ass place, and I don't want to go there. And and like, yeah, fuck Tampa Bay. Shit, do we do we pivot to NS Cantor now? With an we are an hour in. Uh, we could. Uh, no, nah, I think we're. We wouldn't be able right. to give it justice. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> we That's will talk about that next week. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we might we might get into NS Cantor and how Turkish James Bond is, might murder him at yeah. any second. Which is but. horrifying and a very serious topic we wanted to get to, but we didn't get to it, so... <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Um, Trevor Bauer can fucking go to hell. Trevor Bauer is a garbage human. Trevor Bauer... Transphobic. He's a bigot. He's a shitty dude. And the Cleveland Indians... They, they responded that they knew about his tweets and everything, and were just kind of like, Oh, well, I guess... Our players are responsible for their own social media. So essentially, they just said, "Yeah, yeah. that's that's fine. I like you." But we can't get back. Yeah. They're the police. fucking racist team yeah. anyway. Like, yeah, of course they were going to be okay with well, it. We all knew that was going to happen. Court, yeah, they're still sitting here being like, "Chief Wahoo is fine, though." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, they're just trying to not. They're just like, well, I'm happy no one's talking about Chief Wahoo. <laughs> Turns out we are. We're going to talk yeah. about it, too. No, it's because it's now, like, and you got a player sitting over here being, like, actually directing his uh, followers to attack a woman on Twitter for two straight days. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah, this guy is absolute garbage. He's he sort of apologized for it at some point. He was like, I didn't mean for for all my followers to like attack mm. this woman, except that like you yourself did that nonstop for multiple days. Like Yeah. No, like shut up, Trevor. Like yeah. we're, I'm not impressed. Like you actually continued to at this girl who was like, I don't really like Trevor Bauer that much. Yeah, this and guy. then you like apparently cannot handle criticism. Yeah, he's so, a, he's a weird dude. He's shitty. If we shitty. if we ever go to a Cleveland game here in Seattle I'm, and Trevor Bauer shows up, I'm booing the shit out of him. You know he lives here, right? Fuck him. Well, it's it's very on brand for Seattle, right? <laughs> God damn, I did not know that. Actually, yeah, uh, he like he runs driveline in uh, Kent. I want to say. All right. Well, Trevor Bauer. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my ass kicked if he takes me up on this, but I'll still do yeah, it. Maybe not. Yeah. We got mutual combat laws in this state, so you know what, Trevor Bauer? Fight me. <laughs> so anyways, next week, we've got fantasy author and sports writer Ruben Poling as our first guest. We're very excited. Yeah. Ruben, we're we very can't excited. wait to have you here. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about baseball, we're going to talk about basketball, other sports bullshit. Might get into some Ennis Cantor shit that we yeah. did not get yeah, into yeah. just now. This is, That'll be fun, actually. Because I got real wordy about the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, worked out. Yeah. This, anyway, this was our first annual Padres rankings. Um, yeah. If we continue to make it through the year and y'all keep showing us as much love as you have, we will be back with another round of Padres rankings in the future. Yeah. Um, Maybe in six months. Yeah. When we'll, the sports we'll do, landscape changes a little bit. We'll do a mid-year and an end-of-year. That, yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah mid-year, yeah, end-of-year. Yeah. yeah. We're definitely not going to do a weekly Padres because <laughs> that took a very long yeah. time. If we're, gonna, if we're doing them, we're doing them. In fact, yeah. next time we do it, we might just want to be like, this is the Padres rankings episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did not know how much that was going to take up. But it, it happened. And yeah. yeah, so next week, we've got our first guest... Ruben Poling, we're very excited, very excited for that. So follow us on Twitter at AllSportsAreBad. We got AllSportsAreBad.com. We are on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Um, I always miss one. Which one am I missing this time? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah. The main, the one the most one. of you listen to us on, yes. Um, yeah, man, we're back and we're uh, just as mad as ever. Yeah, we got... We just dragged a bunch of stuff for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> None of it was nice or thoughtful either. It was, we were our most inflammatory that is, we've ever been on a podcast. This is an hour of us being dicks. We absolutely went nowhere today. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about baseball uh, money, which is like very depressing, and actually we were serious about that. Yeah. But really, after that, it was pretty much just, no, 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 fuck it. <laughs> and I like that. I like it, too. All right. I am uh, Jake Whipple. Um, that is Patrick on the internet. You can find him at, at PatrickJCS on Twitter. You can find me at, at WildlyPointless. Um, and again, we are at All Sports Are Bad. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Goodbye, internet. Take it easy. I'm sorry, Tony Gwynn. Yeah, I mean, we didn't say anything mean about Tony Gwynn.
Oh, that's true. Mm, like, we were actually very nice to Tony Gwynn. Who should I apologize to, then? I don't know. I think we mostly said mean stuff about... Well, we were pretty mean to Cal Ripken, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. I'm sorry, Cal Ripken. The Iron Man, I guess. Because you don't get enough attention for being the... You know, you, okay. Sorry, Cal Ripken. Turning this off now. Bye, Internet. <laughs> Bye.